0: By Charles Dickens. Chapter 6. My state of mind regarding the pilfering from which I'd been so unexpectedly exonerated did not impel me to frank disclosure, but I hope it had some dregs of good at the bottom of it. I do not recall that I felt any tenderness of conscience in reference to Mrs. Joe when the fear of being found out was lifted off me, but I loved Joe. Perhaps for no better reason in those early days than because the dear fellow let me love him. And as to him, my inner self was not so easily composed. It was much upon my mind, particularly when I first saw him looking about for his file, that I ought to tell Joe the whole truth. Yet I did not. And for the reason that I mistrusted that if I did, he would think me worse than I was— The fear of losing Joe's confidence and of thenceforth sitting in the chimney corner at night staring drearily at my forever lost companion and friend tied up my tongue. I morbidly represented to myself that if Joe knew it, I never afterwards could see him at the fireside feeling his fair whisker, without thinking that he was meditating on it. That if Joe knew it, I never afterwards could see him glance, however casually at yesterday's meat or pudding when it came on today's table without thinking that he was debating whether I'd been in the pantry. Not if Joan knew it, and at any subsequent period of our joint domestic life remarked that his beer was flat or thick, the conviction that he suspected tar in it would bring a rush of blood to my face. In a word, I was too cowardly to do what I knew to be right, as I had been too cowardly to avoid doing what I knew to be wrong. I had had no intercourse with the world at that time, and I imitated none of its many inhabitants who acted in this manner. Quite an untaught genius, I made the discovery of the line of action for myself. As I was sleepy before we were far away from the prison ship, Joe took me on his back again and carried me home. He must have had a tiresome journey of it for Mister Wopsle, being knocked up, was in such a very bad temper that if the church had been thrown open, he would probably have excommunicated the whole expedition, beginning with Joe and myself. In his lay capacity, he persisted in sitting down in the damp to such an insane extent that when his coat was taken off to be dried at the kitchen fire, the circumstantial evidence on his trousers would have hanged him if it had been a capital offense. By that time, I was staggering on the kitchen floor like a little drunkard, though having been newly set upon my feet, and through having been fast asleep and through waking in the heat and lights and noise of tongues, as I came to myself with the aid of a heavy thump between the shoulders and the restorative exclamation, yeah, was there ever such a boy as this for my sister? I found Joe telling them about the convict's confession, and all the visitors suggesting different ways by which he had got into the pantry. Mr. Pumblechook made out after carefully surveying the premises that he had first got upon the roof of the forge and had then got upon the roof of the house, and had then let himself down the kitchen chimney by a rope made of his bedding cut into strips, and as Mr. Pumblechook was very positive and drove his own chaise cart over everybody, it was agreed that it must be so. Mr. Wopsle indeed wildly cried out, ''No!'' with the feeble malice of a tired man. But as he had no theory and no code on, he was unanimously said it not, not to mention his smoking hard behind as he stood with his back to the kitchen fire to draw the damp out, which was not calculated to inspire confidence. This was all I heard that night before my sister clutched me as a slumberous offense to the company's eyesight and assisted me up to bed with such a strong hand that I seemed to have 50 boots on and to be dangling them all against the edges of the stairs. My state of mind as I've described it began before I was up in the morning and lasted long after the subject had died out and had ceased to be mentioned, saving on exceptional occasions. Thank you for joining Bite at a Time Books today